Hello and welcome to The Pulse. Well, it's not only the chief executive's popularity that's constantly slipping in the polls, it's also the level of satisfaction with his policy address. This is his third, and indeed the longest since the handover, but only 30% of participants in one poll thought that quantity equaled quality. Rather strangely, the address began with an attack on students, as Mr Lung took issue with an article discussing Hong Kong's level of autonomy in the magazine Undergrad, published by the Hong Kong University Students' Union. We'll have more on that next week. In part two of today's show, we're looking at Mr Lung's plans to strengthen students' affection for the motherland and the difference between rule of law and rule by law. But first, housing and high property prices. Is there really any plan to improve the situation? Like many people in Hong Kong, 29-year-old Mr. Tong would like a place of his own, either rented or owned by himself. But he says that trying to buy a flat at current prices would pretty much make him a slave to property. Right now, he lives with his parents while waiting for a public housing unit. But he worries that he might no longer qualify because as a freelancer, his earnings sometimes exceed the limit for applicants.
以置業作為主導，去要威逼嚟有香港嘅市民、香港嘅青年去買樓，甚至乎喺長遠火策略入面提出以出售公營單位去代替呢個出租屋。其實呢樣嘢其實完全無助於解決而家唔少香港市民、基層市民、基層青年佢哋住屋嘅問題。啊，買落去！嗱、啊，呢、这個五指山咧，仔細睇下，原來發現有棟樹貼咗喺度嘅，原來就係佢嘅施政報告。呢、这個長遠火策略入面，其實樣樣都係廢話嚟嘅。出租公屋才是出路，出租公屋才是出路，公屋供應自由還無，公屋供應自由還無。Last December, the first long-term housing strategy report since 1998 was released. It contained the housing strategy for the next 10 years. The government target is to raise the 10-year housing supply by 10,000 units to 480,000. That will include 200,000 public rental housing units, 90,000 subsidised sale flats, and 190,000 private housing units. But there are already 260,000 public housing applicants on the waiting list. Those currently living in subdivided units or illegally built flats might have to wait more than three years for a public housing unit. A survey conducted by the Long-Term Housing Strategy Steering Committee in 2013 showed that there were around 66,900 subdivided units at that time. Just a year later, the steering committee estimated that the number of subdivided units increased by 30%. To 86,400. Even this figure may prove to be an underestimate, as is the entire government estimation of housing needs. Meanwhile, a group called Platform Concerning Subdivided Flats and Relevant Issues in Hong Kong is worried about the living conditions people face. <laughs> 佢一個人買嘅啫，佢話你誒，佢話一開口，我又冇睇嗰個地方噶，話二千年啫嘛，講我二千年，講我話平啲得唔得啊？講諗咩啊？我話我得得五千幾蚊人工，誒二千三咯，講講租緊誒一年生一年死過咗誒，然之後又佢又加兩百蚊啊嘛，而家三千蚊啊。呢、这個時勢咧係好勢利㗎啦，西華有嗰地鐵啊嘛，咁個個加冇理由唔加，咁冇邊樣嘢啦，係咪？總之我又起碼就快啲攞得工啦。政府就喺零四年嘅時候就撤銷咗租管啦，咁樣，咁所以出現個結果咧就係個租金係基本上任個業主去決定啊，即係只要有租客肯俾呢個租咧，其實咧個業主又可以可以叫到呢個價㗎啦，咁樣。咁啊喺冇管制底下咧，其實個租金就白白上上升啊，即係喺。一二年嘅時候咧，我哋調查下有成即係大概佔緊個我哋調查嗰班對象嘅即係三分一度。而家我哋相信應該過半甚至以上嘅啦。我哋其中講緊嘅就係、是、啊租管係咪可以開始傾咧咁樣？我建議房委會選擇合適嘅正在興建嘅公屋項目，以先導計劃形式出售俾綠表人士
。呢、这個計劃除咗協助綠表人士自治居所之外，亦都可以藉此騰出公屋單位俾正在輪候公屋嘅家庭。香港嘅房屋政策咧，其實近呢幾十年咧，基本上咧都係以一個自治物業為一個導向，所以你見到佢即係不斷而家講緊咧，都係講緊就希望咧就係可以自治物業。咁呢個走向就令到一班冇能力嘅朋友咧，或者有啲喺而家成個即係經濟上面未必能夠負擔到嘅朋友咧，就跌到去住一啲比較差嘅房屋，就好似而家拖房咁樣。其實政府應該鼓勵開啲啲誒過渡性房屋嘅。咁我哋所指嘅個性房屋係啲乜咧？咁樣咁其實咧，我哋知道咧，譬如好多嘅誒非政府機構咧，包括譬如東華三院啊、保良局啊呢啲咧，其實佢擁有好多人捐俾佢嘅屋嘅。咁佢哋有冇辦法將啲屋拎翻出嚟做個性房屋咧？而唔係即係愛嚟為咗即係即即賺錢啊！即係留即即出有依家市值嘅租金租出去俾其他人咧咁樣。咁我哋覺得呢個係其中一啲嘅方法。房屋係新一屆政府施政嘅重中之重。誒房屋咧係特區政府誒施政重中之重。過去梁子英講緊就係話，即係佢成個房屋政策咧，基本上係房屋係佢重中之重。咁但係咧，我哋即係咁多年嚟睇咧，其實所謂重中之重咧，其實原來只不過係希望鼓勵人哋咧係盡快自而調翻轉，唔係咧去揾啲方法協助翻低下階層去嘅解解決住屋嘅需要。We'll be back after the break. To increase cultural collaboration. 同內地交流嗰度咧，誒有一個好好嘅願景啦。啊，中小學生喺每一個階段最少能夠到內地交流一次。我假設佢會提供一啲資源啦。咁但係呢啲嘢唔係淨係俾咗錢就得嘅。The sister school exchange program was introduced in 2002 when Fanny Law was the education secretary. Under this program, the Bureau provides a list of about 200 schools in the mainland for Hong Kong schools to select sister schools. That program and the on-site visiting exchange scheme were on a voluntary basis. Schools could decide for themselves whether to take part. So far, around 400 primary and secondary schools have done so. The chief executive wants 600 more such pairings within three years. However, schools worry that these exchange schemes may become less voluntary when the government plans to annually allocate $120,000 for each school prepared to participate. If the government gives the resources to the schools, we are most worried about the requirement that the schools must do it. And even more, because the resources are from the government, so even the schools must do it. 
要得到教育局嘅批准。咁其實就變相就政府將學校點樣去即係搞啦，呢啲交流團，甚至點樣去帶學生去認識中國呢，都具體地作出干預。咁其實就變相地可能就係一種即係意識形態灌輸嘅第一步咯。藉住呢啲咁樣嘅交往咧，係會更加清楚去了解到自己可能我作為一個未來嘅一個中國嘅一個棟梁，我究竟可以點樣樣幫國家做一啲嘢？即係咩叫政治任務呢？其實我諗對我哋啲學生嚟講，佢肯定都不知所以然。Some students say they see advantages in the plan. Other students are more interested to visit other places, like Singapore. Thank you 內地考察團嘅資源嗰度咧，好多都係俾咗落去呢一啲即係籌辦考察團嘅誒民間組織嗰度。而啲民間組織正正就係好多建制派嘅團體，或者呢啲紅色背景嘅團體。當政府再增加資源嘅話咧，相信其實學校直接得益唔多。調翻轉頭就係呢一啲即係團體咧，其實佢會直接受惠。呢一個其實係一個好明顯嘅。資源傾斜啦，甚至係一個即係對於建制團體嘅一個囚用嚟嘅。How frustrating it can be for a government when courts insist on rule of law instead of rule by law. While the chief executive stressed adherence to the law in his address this week, speeches at the opening of the legal year on Monday suggested that his version of what law should be may not be quite how judges and practicing lawyers see things. One of the most discussed topics this past year has been the perennially important subject of the rule of law in Hong Kong. I have no intention whatsoever to diminish the importance of other concepts such as democracy, universal suffrage, or social justice. However, the pursuit of democracy, universal suffrage, social justice, or any other noble cause cannot and should not be used as a justification to act in any way which would erode the rule of law. Whatever one's beliefs or motives, the rule of law and all that it represents must be respected by all, whether the government or the public or sections of it. The rule of law is to protect our rights and to help achieve the objective of 
any community, a respect for rights and a respect for the rights of others. The recent Occupy movement, which involved large-scale as well as sporadic unlawful activities, brings about blatant challenges to the rule of law. We all know rule of law means far more than just blind adherence to laws. Respect for an independent judiciary, the need to ensure minimum content of laws in terms of human rights protection, respect for the rights and liberty of the individual when law enforcers exercise their discretionary powers are examples of requirements of rule of law which go beyond just obeying the law. In fact, it can be said that over-emphasis on the obey the law aspect of rule of law is the hallmark of a regime which is keen on using the law as a tool to constrain the government rather than a means to constrain the way it governs. One should reflect on the fundamental question. Can there be universal suffrage without the rule of law? I would, without doubt, say not possible. The reason is obvious. The rule of law is the bedrock of democracy and universal suffrage. There was an increasing tendency on the part of the executive in Hong Kong in its public statements to emphasize the obey the law aspect of rule of law. Comical it may sound, the government in Hong Kong has become accustomed in recent years to preface almost every description of what it does by the phrase, doing so according to law. For example, it would say that elections to the legislature has been held according to law. Police had arrested suspects according to law. The government governs Hong Kong according to law. Policies are formulated and implemented according to law. Everything is done according to law. The real problem with the relevant part of the white paper is that irrespective of translation, judges perform judicial tasks independently. The sovereign state should not purport to impose any ambiguous political requirements, such as to be, quote, patriotic, end quote, or to, quote, safeguard the country's development interests, end quote. Of course, our judges do not feel any pressure, but the white paper sends a wrong message to the people of Hong Kong and the international community as to the role of the judiciary in Hong Kong. It also shows a gap in mindset. In systems subscribing to our concept of rule of law, the government does not paternalistically issue edicts for judges to perform political tasks. This mentality may be commonplace on the mainland, but is inappropriate here. Constitutional development or universal suffrage without the rule of law is no different to a house without foundation. In a system without a truly independent judiciary and where laws are arbitrarily enforced, the judiciary and the executive cooperate to ensure that laws are interpreted in a way preferred by the executive and are used to suppress persons or entities who do not find favour with the government. This is often dressed up as rule of law, but is in fact rule by law. Do things according to law means do things according to our will. The constitutional role of judges is to adjudicate legal disputes between parties. It is no part of the court's function to solve political questions, but only to determine legal questions, even though the reason for bringing legal proceedings may be a political one. To the untrained mind or the unsophisticated, 
This may sound very respectful to the concept of rule of law. After all, to respect the rule of law, one must obey the law and do things according to law. However, in my view and in the view of the Hong Kong Bar, ironically, this could have the opposite effect of misleading the public as to the meaning of the rule of law. There can be no compromise as far as the rule of law is concerned. It is not something from which there can be any deviation, nor can there be any room for bargaining in relation to it. Law only provides the minimum requirement to be fulfilled by any government. Responses by way of doing things according to the law creates the misconception that many phenomena in society are the inevitable consequences of adhering to the law when plainly they are not. Law had become the scapegoat or excuse. And that's all we have time for this week. If you've missed part of the show, want to see more episodes, or even to see it again, go to the RTHK website or our Facebook page called, unsurprisingly, RTHK's The Pulse. We'll see you at the same time next week. Goodbye. <laughs>